0: Okay, this is a casual fucking episode and I'm living for it. What is up guys? Welcome back to Confident AF Podcast. If you guys are new here, thank you for tuning in. My name is Alicia. I am the Confidence Queen and this is a solo episode today. So don't turn it off. I hope you guys are not like, oh no, not a solo episode. Um, But I wanted to come on and do a solo episode today because... Having guests on the podcast is actually one of my favorite things. I am going to be having guests um, just as much as I can, but not every single episode. So you guys know that already. If you guys have been listening since episode one, I did mention that um, I'm going to be having guests you know periodically, but not on a serious schedule, and not every single episode so that's a story with the guest. So I was thinking about what the fuck could I talk about for this episode and it almost took me like a while to figure this out because I've been reading this book um about ego, and every time I would think of a topic I was like, oh is that my ego talking? Like, does my ego want to talk about this or is it really me? Um, and so I'm going to get into that in just a second. I'm going to get into the book and everything, but first of all, I wanted to also give you guys a quick little announcement that if you guys are following on the podcast, Instagram, Confident AF podcast on Instagram, then you'll know that we are uploading every other week. So I did make the decision to do every other week, um, because I am doing longer form episodes. And those are the ones that you guys have been like texting me about messaging me about and saying like, Oh my God, we love these longer episodes. Um, and this interviews that are longer and seem to connect more with you guys. So If they're an hour and a half each, then I know a lot of you guys don't have just an hour and a half that you're just listening. So anyways, all that to say, we are doing every other episode or every other week for the episodes. And I'm really excited about that. And I'm really happy to be doing that. So every other week, every other Thursday, um, I'm excited to move to that schedule and for you guys to get long um, quality episodes with that. So With that being said, let's get into our weekly wins and our weekly faves. My weekly fave for this week is going to be that book uh, about ego. So it's by Ryan Holiday. Of course, I'm going to have this linked on the Instagram. And then also I'll link it in the show notes as well. Everything that I talk about will be linked in the show notes. There's also a lot of info down there. So if you guys ever need anything, check the show notes. Um, It also has timestamps down there in case you guys are like wanting to go to a specific spot of the episode um, but anyways, the weekly win is the, I'm sorry, what the fuck, bitch, calm down. Have you never been on a podcast by yourself before? <sighs> okay, the weekly fave is a book by Ryan Holiday. A lot of you guys may know him. He's also um, the Daily Stoic on Instagram. Um, he's written tons of books. And the book that I'm reading right now is called Ego is the Enemy. It's really crazy how this book actually came up. I saw it, I'm pretty sure I saw it on an Instagram reel or a TikTok that said the top five books I've used to reframe my mindset. And that was one of them. I screenshotted it and ordered it. Um, that's typically what I do. If I see a book like recommended, I'll just order it right away because otherwise I'll forget about it. So, or I'll put it in my Amazon cart and order it when I'm ready. So I ordered that one. I, um, and then also Someone, yeah, that's how I came across the book, but I've had the book for quite a little bit of time, and it's kind of been like staring at me. I have actually like 10, 15 books that I really want to read right now. Some I have in hand, some I don't. Um, and so it's always kind of like, oh fuck, what am I gonna read next? I was just finishing up that Amanda Francis book that I had mentioned before, Rich as fuck, and I was ready to start my next book, but I wasn't sure which one it was gonna be. And it seemed like that one just kept like staring at me. For some reason, it was on my desk, probably because it came in from Amazon. So it was on my desk, it wasn't with my other books. And it just kept like calling to me. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna read it. Renee has read another book by him that was actually given to him by my mom. And he was like, when I told him that I was reading this book, he was like, oh my God, Like I've been telling you to read Ryan Holiday for years now. And you never did. And I'm just a huge believer that things come, divine timing, that's what I'm trying to fucking say, divine timing. And he told me about that book. He told me about a lot of Ryan Holiday books. He told me about Daily Stoic. Bunches of people have told me about him and his books and everything, and I never have read any of them. But maybe it's because I wasn't like mentally ready to read those books and actually absorb what they were saying, take it in and take it, like put it to work, you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't have been as impactful if I had read that book a year ago or two years ago. So I'm excited that I'm reading it now. It seems like the perfect timing Um, and I'm really excited to be reading it. So it's called Ego is the Enemy. It talks about your ego and the differences between confidence and ego. It says ego is the enemy, right? It basically is talking about how we want a lot of recognition and we want a lot of, um, like the ego is there to protect us, right? But it can be like one of our greatest downfalls. And so it's really fucking interesting. I highly, highly recommend it. If you are a business owner, if you are an entrepreneur, if you are someone who is looking to gain confidence or make a mental shift, you're probably someone who's listening to this podcast, then I highly suggest that book. Um, If you do read it, make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can see and we can talk about it. I'll be giving more updates and info on this book, I'm sure, in the next few weeks, Um, but I'm only like 50 pages in right now. So I don't really, like I have so many thoughts, but I haven't finished it yet. So I'm not like, I can't be like, like definitive, like I feel this way. Um, tour about ego yet, because I'm only 50 pages in. So that's my weekly fave. Let's get into our weekly win. Let me take a sip of coffee first. But like, who am I talking to? Like, I mean, I know I'm talking to you guys, but like weekly win. My weekly win was having four Workouts this week. I've just been very, you guys. I wish you could see. I, so where I record the podcast, my computers are literally like right here in front of me. And then, um, it's looking out onto a window onto another person, another apartment complex. So this person is up there like washing windows on the top floor. And it looks like they like also washed off the balcony and like hosed the balcony down with like water. It looks like, and they just like sloshed all the water to downstairs person's balcony like they just fucking sloshed it and that is one downside of being in an apartment right that you can't like hose off your balcony um if you have people underneath you and it will like go to them which ours does too so that's sucky but yeah anyways okay weekly win four workouts so far this week i've also gone to pilates twice this week um and i just have this new like love of working out like i i mean refound i guess is what i should say you guys know i was doing my aligned series in january and then renee's family has been and having a lot of things going on in his family, like a lot, and so it kind of threw us off for um, for March, March and February. Honestly, like end of February to early March, just really threw his family a huge set of curveballs, and so it definitely um, threw a wrench in a lot of our a lot of our aligned series. And so when I wanted to get kind of like back on feeling good and doing my daily habits and all that, um, I wrote down this week like what do I want like what do I want my day to look like what daily habits do I want to work on I've just been working on those and going to the gym and working out oh my god they are literally pouring so much water I cannot even believe this neighbor has not like came out and said like fuck you because I would I'd be like um hello like um hello (laughs) You're just pouring all this water and they're just looking and being like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So I've just had this new love of working out or this refound love of working out. And it's just been amazing. Like when I first started my fitness journey, I was working a nine to five. And so at five o'clock, I would get off. I would eat my snack and I would go to the gym. And I didn't have dogs. I didn't have kids. I didn't have um like I barely started dating Renee, but he was always out of town working. So like I didn't have any real responsibility. I lived um, like far from my, like, you know, 45 minutes or so from my family. So like, I didn't have to do anything ever. I would go to the gym every single day, no matter what. And- it was like a really good therapy for me. And I didn't have to leave at a certain time. Like I just did it how I wanted to, you know? And so I'm getting back to that love of like going to the gym and not having to leave at a certain time. And it's funny because I almost spend the same amount of time working out. Like, it's not like I am in there for, you know, 15 hours or even more than probably an hour. It's not like I'm spending an exorbitant exorbitant amount of time, but not having the thought of like, oh my God, I hurry up and get out of here. And I just got to like get it done and move on has been like a huge mental shift for me. Um, you know, you, got, you guys know when uh, Jenna came on the podcast that she talked about how I probably need a lot of like hit workouts and like a lot of activity to move movement through my body. And I really have been thinking more about that since she came on. It doesn't have to be hit, but I need more movement. I need to release energy. Not only do I have like a lot of energy throughout the day. I also have a lot of fucking thoughts. Like, (laughs) I mean, she's up here. She be thinking, she's thinking all the time, CEO of overthinking. Like always, I'm always fucking thinking about something and a new way to do something and have a new idea. And I want to put it into practice right away. Um, I'm just like Jenna said, like I am always generating things. So um, getting to the gym and being able to like mentally kind of (sighs) like, just like release for a second and focus my energy on working out. It just, it, it has been mind shifting for me and amazing. So that's my weekly win It's just getting back on my workouts and um, back on my uh, food and my water and just everything feels really, really good. So that's my weekly win. So let's just get into the meat of this episode. When I started thinking about what I should talk about, I went on Instagram um, last week and I was asking you guys about talking um, that my parents were going to come in town and if I should talk to my mom on the podcast and that I wanted to have her on but I wanted to ask you guys like in what way you wanted to hear from my mom did you want to know there was two ways I I uh, phrased it. I talked about how her dieting, doing a bunch of different diets and then sticking to one diet for a really long time um, and losing all this weight and then um, switching up her diet, like how all that affected me as a kid. The other option was how she felt and her confidence journey going through all those different diets. And like I said, she did have a massive weight loss um, with a diet that she stuck to for a really long time. And then like, I'm talking like 15, 20 years and then she changed that diet up and um, you know, her different weight fluctuations and all that. I thought I, that would be very interesting to talk about. But then I started thinking um, when I was thinking today about that, about what I should talk about. I thought you guys might not know too much about my journey and food freedom and kind of like where I stand regarding like food freedom and how important food freedom is to me. So I thought I would give you guys a little background on food freedom and how I kind of found out about it, uh, what it really means to me. And we don't have to really go into like my whole whole entire journey because that would be a long thing. But I thought I would kind of just go into uh, food freedom and talk about food freedom and how I think that actually does relate a lot to confidence. So what is food freedom? Food freedom really to me means just being able to eat without Restriction without overthinking, without feeling guilty, without thinking like, oh, this is going to get to me later, like all those things, right? What I used to think of it as is like eating like normally, eating like everyone else, right? When you think about it, no one actually eats like this except for kids. But when you're going through all this and when you're like been dieting for so long and stuff like that, you think that, and you may think this now of yourself, that it seems like everybody else is eating like normally. Everyone else is eating until they're full. Everyone else is eating whatever they want. And you're over here overthinking everything in your head, right? I'm here to tell you a lot of fucking people are overthinking in their head, overthinking about what they're eating, feeling guilty about what they're eating, all those things. They just don't verbalize it. Food freedom to me means not overthinking what you're eating, eating until you're full, not restricting. That's what food freedom means to me. So you guys know I've dieted multiple different ways, but- growing up, um, I did see my mom diet a lot. If you guys grew up in the 90s, you probably saw your mom diet a lot. Saw my mom diet a lot. Um, but the diet that she was on for about 15 years was an ex- a really restrictive diet. Um, not that it was unhealthy, the foods that she was eating. It was just very restricted. Um, it was based in restriction. And so she would restrict like the certain types of food she would have like she didn't have like white white flour or white potatoes or I forgot what else like white rice I don't think it's like she didn't have anything like white for a really long time I remember um she also like didn't eat sugar like she only ate sugar in something if it was like the fifth ingredient or less she didn't eat between meals as you can tell it is it was an extremely restrictive way of eating it worked for her really, really well for a very long time. She started that diet, I think like, I think when I was like 12 or 13. And so I saw her have a great amount of weight loss, a great amount of success, right? With a diet that was extremely restrictive. So that also played a lot of role into what I thought would bring me results. Plus obviously every mainstream media, that is where my like basis of thinking about food came from is like okay if you want to lose weight like you need to cut all these things. I think I literally have always thought about food from a restrictive standpoint pretty much always I th- I think. I don't think I've ever like not felt guilty about what I'm eating. I can think back to a lot of times where I told my mom, like, I'm going on a diet. Like, I'm going to start dieting um, tomorrow. Here's my plan. And it was like, okay, cool. And I remember one time, like, vividly remember crying and being like, I'm so, like, I want to eat candy or I want to eat, like, something I wasn't supposed to be eating on this, like, diet. And I was young, um, like, under 13, probably. My mom was like, okay, then just, like, just eat it. Like, if you're saying you want to eat it, just eat it. And I was like, but I'm going to be a failure at my diet, like all these things, right? So that is like where I came from as far as food. And I definitely took that all the way into adulthood and really just didn't know how to balance food at all. Like I didn't know how to do anything really um, in moderation, when it came to food or really anything else, I didn't know how to do anything in moderation. And I think that comes back to confidence as well. And I'm gonna tie that back to confidence in a little bit, but I had never been successful at restricting, obviously, because <laughs> you restrict and It makes you, we know this now, right? It makes you want the item 10 times more. You know, tell me I can't freaking have an Oreo and now what all am I thinking about? Suddenly I have a huge craving for Oreos, right? That's just how psychology works. Now, pushing past that and not, you know, having that thing can be done. Like you see people do it all the time. Doing that for so long, I definitely... Like I was never successful at doing it as long as I thought I should be doing it, right? Long enough to lose the weight that I wanted to. So I considered myself a failure. Every single time I failed in keeping up with that restriction that I put on myself, I was a failure in my eyes because you're you're failing at the restriction, right? You're saying I'm not gonna eat you know, ice cream and then you eat ice cream, like you gave in, you failed, like, you cheated on your diet whatever the saying is. Think of how many times you've done that. If you're listening to this podcast and you have dieted before and you've dieted in that way, maybe not even that that strict, but you've dieted or set out to to go and, you know, have this certain goal and you don't reach it. Think of how many times you've done that in dieting and how many times you've not completed the diet or been out and ate something off your diet plan or ate something like that you weren't supposed to, right? Like think about those things and think about how many times you did that. I mean, too many to fucking count, honestly, right? Like too many to fucking count. Think about if you linked that to messing up, if you linked that to failure, if you linked that to willpower, which we do, right? All three of those things. Wouldn't you think that like you would probably have no fucking belief in yourself? to complete it again. But yet here we go again, fucking trying. (laughs) Here we go again, fucking trying it again. Same old, same old, not going to change anything about it. It's just me. I'm the fucking problem, obviously. (laughs) Like What? It's just crazy when you start thinking about it in that way and you're like, hmm, yeah, no wonder I didn't have any fucking confidence in myself to complete this diet um, because I haven't completed it because like ever, (laughs) you know, I've tried it a hundred times and I've never been successful at it. So I probably don't have much confidence at all that I will be completing it. That's why things like 75 hard or running a marathon or like sticking to something is so powerful for our mind because it makes us believe, it builds up that like belief in yourself that you you can do these things over and over, right? Let me give the example of like 75 hard. You do multiple different things every day. Every day when you complete that, you're like, fuck yeah, I can fucking do it. Another day fucking down, another day fucking down. It starts to build your confidence, right? You start to build confidence. Now I'm not saying 75 hard is good or bad. That's up to you to decide for yourself. But it builds confidence that you can do it again. You did it, you've already done it. Like, you every single day when you complete the task and it is deemed or the tasks, it's deemed a success, and you can say, I'm a winner, or you can say, I've successfully completed that day, right? We can check it off. Like, that's why those things are successful. Going back to food freedom, dieting, and confidence, I had no faith in myself to continue dieting. Not only did I have no faith in myself, like, to to complete a diet. I also had no idea how to like live balanced or to live and eat normally. I had no idea how to do that. I was either on a diet or I was like not giving a fuck or like I was doing something bad. So I was either being good or bad based on my eating choices. So I also had no idea how the fuck to live balanced. Like I was either on or off. There was no in between and I didn't know how to live balanced I didn't even know what that like meant I didn't even know that could be like fun I didn't know that you could live like a healthy lifestyle with also eating like treats right I didn't know that that could actually be a thing wanted that so badly I had no idea how to do it when I came back from Mexico and I had been restricted for so long and I referenced this in the first episode talking about my story where Renee and I went to Mexico and we dieted for that Mexico trip very, very hard. And we looked great. Lost around like 40 pounds, probably for like the third time in my life. Lost 40 pounds, looked amazing. I never felt more confident in a swimsuit than I did that day until now, obviously. But up until that day, that was the most confident I had ever felt in a swimsuit. When we came back from that trip and we had been restricted for a while, I didn't really know how to like transition into like sometimes having treats. I didn't know how to live a lifestyle at all. Like I was like, well, what are we working for now? And so I knew something was like wrong and I had to change. And so I started like researching food freedom. I started researching like balanced lifestyle and that was actually getting really popular at the time too. And I was like, wait, how can I do this? How can I do this? Like, I don't think I can do this and act, like, I don't think I can just jump in to this. I think I need to take like a break from from dieting. Um, and so I did, and you guys know that. But Food Freedom, I actually took a course from Jessie. Oh gosh, I can't remember her last name, but it was a really, really great course, very in-depth. And it talked a lot about the, a few different practices of food freedom and how to stop thinking of food in certain ways. And that's really where I like started to feel like, okay, like I can fucking do this. Like I can go to a restaurant and order multiple things and not finish them. And that's okay. I don't have to be all or nothing. I don't have to be cheating or on my diet. And then once I like had a lot of fun, once I had a lot of fun eating everything under the fucking sun, I started to feel like, okay, now I want to eat for what feels really good for my body. And that's where I'm at now. So definitely food freedom and confidence I think go hand in hand, going to that restaurant and ordering all those different things used to make me feel like everyone was looking at me, that everyone knew I had failed. Like everyone was like, oh my God, like, what is that girl doing? She's ordering like 10 appetizers. Like even if we just ordered one appetizer, people would know. I had so much shame around that But now, food freedom really taught me that no one is really looking at you. No one is really, no one is really caring what you order. And if they are, that's their own projection of themselves. And so I started like ordering different things and eating based on what I wanted and what I wanted to do. That in itself gave me confidence. So, food freedom and my confidence journey really were almost like hand in hand. They were almost happening like almost at the exact same time. It was really interesting that eating more, (laughs) gaining weight, and just accepting myself and who I am on the inside really gave me so much more confidence than dieting, losing all this weight, and fitting into a swimsuit. I think that's where people like don't really understand that like it's not about just fitting in the swimsuit and saying like I'll figure out the confidence later or the confidence will come because obviously I'll be on the beach looking great. Like I said, I felt that way in Cabo. I did feel great on the beach. But that is no comparison to how I feel now Because my confidence is not within my body. My confidence is within who I am, what I feel, what I represent, what I bring to the table, what value I have. Like my confidence is in me, Alicia as a whole, not just Alicia because I worked out, you know, for five months straight to look good in this bikini. There is something to say about sticking to, like we said, like sticking to a plan and that giving you confidence that you can complete things. Yes, but like coupling that with being confident in yourself as a whole as well Would is like ultimate confidence takeover. Okay, so now that you guys can see how food freedom and confidence really go hand in hand, I think that there's one other part of this that really, really helped. That was having someone outside of my relationship coaching or like assisting me. And so I mentioned I did take a food freedom course, but I didn't get coaching from that specific coach. I took her like online course and self-paced course. And so that was amazing. That actually helped me so much, like diving into that material. Um, But something that helped me a lot was having someone outside of my relationship, AKA my coach, Brianna, having her, even though she had nothing to do with food, having her to talk and like vent to, I guess, and like talk through a lot of the things that were happening was really, really helpful. So this was in regards to my confidence journey that I was able to, confide in someone. I was able to uh, talk to her and she didn't even really know too much about the food thing at first. Um, That, Like I said, that was like in tandem, but she helped a lot with that as well. Did Brianna ever tell me like tips on how to eat? No, but she built up my self-worth with her coaching and being by my side and being able to listen to me and give suggestions that it in turn also helped support my food freedom journey. I hope that makes sense the way that I worded that. I think having somebody, whether it is a coach, whether it is a friend that you truly um, see as someone who is impartial, I think the important things to look for in someone that you're confiding in is someone who also has the same type of viewpoints as you regarding whatever you're going through right confidence food freedom both at the same time whatever but finding someone who either has like the same views as you or who really has your best interests at heart and so I really want to zone in on that the thing that helps with a having like a coach over a like best friend to talk to and talk through these things is even though your best friend or your friend or whoever you're confiding in obviously they wouldn't be your friend if you don't think that they have your best interest at heart, but sometimes, okay, let's just dig into this. Why would you choose a coach over a friend? Like, why would you pay someone to do that? I know a lot of people ask that. I think a friend can definitely be that for you, but there is a level of difference when you are talking to a friend, right? Even if it's like my friends and I, we voice message back and forth all the time. There's a level of like, okay, well, maybe I've already messaged her, you know, 10 times today and she doesn't really like, I know she's out to dinner with her husband or, you know, I know that she's sick this week or whatever it may be. And so you're like, okay. Like I'm going to give her space with a coach. You're paying them. They obviously have the hours set up that you guys will meet. And they probably have like a way for you to reach them outside of hours. And it's focused in that. It's only about that. You know what I mean? And like you're not bothering them because that's their job. That's one difference. Two, you are going to work harder and invest more in yourself and more time in yourself when you're actually paying for a service. So this goes for like coaching, this goes for school, this goes for uh, in-person training, like personal training, whatever. When you have like actual cash invested in what you're doing or what you're wanting to do, you're more apt to stick to it and to take it seriously. Think about all the free courses that you get online and never open in your email, right? It's because they're free. You didn't pay anything for them. So even if you're super interested in the topic, sometimes you would, we don't even watch them. It's because you don't have skin in the game, right? Like when you invest your money, you're like, okay, I really need to get something out of this, right? I've had clients tell me that all the time. I really just wanna make sure I don't fuck this up, right? You're investing money it suddenly becomes more valuable to you. Another thing is with friends and family members, like whoever is in your inner circle or close to you enough to know you, they also have their own perception of you, not only in space of hey, I want to be working on my food freedom, can I talk to you or can I confide in you about it, right? They don't only have like that perspective of you, but they have every other perspectives of you too. They have a friendship perspective of you and even though they may not realize it and you may not realize it if you're being this for somebody else. Like, I don't think it's intentional at all, but this is just the way humans work. Whatever you're coming to them with and saying, they're not only thinking of it as, how can I give advice on this? And how can I support in this? And how can I hold space for this? but they're also thinking like, how does this affect me? How does this affect my relationship with them? They think of those things too. Oh shit, my recording is about to fuck up. Okay, so like I was saying, a coach for something that is as serious as food freedom, as serious as confidence, um, as serious as personal training and losing weight or um, getting strong, whatever it is, if it's something that's really serious to you and you wanna take it seriously, I think investing in a coach, a mentor, whatever it is, is wildly fucking helpful. Wildly helpful and definitely the way to go if you're able to do it. I'm gonna talk about this on Instagram, but when I was... I was doing some like journaling on Confidence Queens Academy, which is my program, um, and like what I want it to look like and stuff like that. I was just journaling on it. And I was thinking about how when I first started like my fitness journey, I was taking advice from every little which way. I was taking workouts from Instagram. I was taking like nutrition advice from a nutrition program that I had bought. You know, I was doing this, this and this and not, I was getting like some results, especially at the beginning, but then I got to a point where I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing really anymore. And I'm doing these same things and it's not moving the needle. Right. I hit a plateau basically. Like my fitness game and my lifting game and everything like that for me changed so fucking much when I started working with a coach, like a personal trainer. I had to work with a personal trainer. It was not my idea when I became a personal trainer. It was the rule for that gym that you had to take um, at least one session with a personal trainer and work with somebody. And um, the person that I started working with was somebody I really looked up to. And so I continued working with her and it really really changed the way that I viewed how I personal trained, but it also changed like my body. It also changed my consistency. It also changed my form, how I how I activated my muscles. Like so much for me changed that I remember saying like, I cannot believe that I have worked out for this long without having anybody help me. Like I haven't had anybody like instructing me other than like people on the internet, you know? And like random people like, that I haven't been paying. And so, yeah, once I started like working with someone who was specialized in the area, who like w- helped me, <laughs> who was my specific coach for personal training at the time, I mean, it was insane how different it made my process in the gym. Like it it changed the way that I thought about the gym. So if you can invest in a coach, I think that is one of the best things that you can do. Now, I think that you can do a lot of like when you're first starting out, a lot of free courses, a lot of um, stuff on online, start researching, getting into what you're into. But once you're like at a point where you're like, okay, I've, I've like dug into confidence, like I know that I need to be more confident, I or I've dug into like fitness and I've done these workouts, I've done this type of meal plan, I've tracked macros, I've done this, whatever. And you're starting to feel like you're doing all these things, but you're not seeing the results that you want basically what was happening right it was a plateau like that's when you can enlist the help of someone else um and say like hey I need help here like what should I do direct me guide me be my mentor do the thing that can be extremely extremely helpful so now that you guys know a lot more about my food freedom and confidence journey and how I think those go hand in hand and we've discussed a lot of other things on the way since I love to go on a tangent Let's kind of wrap this up with some things you guys can look forward to in the next few weeks from us, from the podcast. Like I said, we will be uploading every other week so you guys can look forward to longer form episodes, longer in-depth type of podcasts with a lot of knowledge, a lot of value, a lot of information for you guys. I'm really excited about that. You guys can look forward to a giveaway over on the Confident AF Instagram I am trying to get to a hundred followers on that Instagram. Yes, one zero zero. We are trying to get a hundred followers. So if you guys go to the giveaway, go to the Instagram, I'm pretty sure I'll still be under a hundred followers by the time this comes out. Make sure that you're entering that giveaway or you're following or both. That giveaway is actually a customized merch item from the podcast. Um, It is not gonna be given away to listeners ever again. So it's only going to be one time that I'm going to give this away to listeners. This is going to be an item that I give away to podcast guests when they come on the podcast, when they come here, when they sit with me, when they drink their coffee, when they chill, when they take the Polaroid with me, they're going to be having that that item. So it's going to be very, very special. So I really want you guys to enter into that giveaway. I'm only going to choose one person for that giveaway. All the details are on the Confident AF podcast Instagram. I'm going to be having on my coach, which I'm super excited about. I believe it will be the next episode after this one. So in two weeks. So I'm really excited. Her name is Brianna. She's also known as the Millionaire Babe. So I'm super excited to have her on. We're also going to be doing some fun stuff over on Instagram, showing some behind the scenes, giving some more tips, that kind of stuff. That is something that I really wanted to do as well and another reason why we decided to go to every other week. So, make sure you're following over there if I haven't plugged Instagram enough. Lastly, we have some merch stuff coming out. I know I have been teasing this on my personal Instagram a lot. We have some merch stuff coming out. We have some like actual physical like apparel and we have some other stuff and I'm super excited to get that to you guys. So, follow not only the podcast Instagram, but also me on Instagram at the Confidence Queen underscore underscore. And I cannot wait to fucking get that to you guys. The merch has been so fun to create, to talk about, to like get you guys' opinion on and just to like finally have something to show. I don't know. It's just really exciting. So anyways, that's some things you guys can look forward to in the next coming weeks from us. By us, I mean me, myself and my other 25 personalities. I love you guys so fucking much. I can't wait to see you in two weeks. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to rate and review us down below, but until next time, don't forget to let your confidence shine.